honestly, like LinkedIn is a better platform for lead generation. It's actually 277 times more effective at lead gen than Facebook. So it's like, where are you going to go somewhere where it's not crowded and somewhere where you can get in front of your ideal client easily, or are you going to go somewhere where it's like, you got to be posting multiple times a day or multiple times a week in order to like get ahead. Hey, babe, welcome to the sales and social podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited today because we are actually diving into LinkedIn, which is, I know, such a topic that so many of you guys actually ask me about. And I'm like, this is not my zone of genius. So let me bring somebody on who actually is. So Adrian, welcome to the podcast. Tell my audience who you are and what you do. Yes, I'm so excited to be here. My name is Adrienne Weimer. I am a sales coach and LinkedIn strategist, and I help entrepreneurs monetize their brand using LinkedIn. And it's always funny because what you might not know is that I used to actually work at LinkedIn. Okay. So there's a lot of like LinkedIn experts out there. And I spent four years actually working for LinkedIn out of their San Francisco office. So like shout out to anyone in the Bay Area. And now it's like so cool to see my business come full circle because it just feels really meta. Like at LinkedIn, I taught sales reps how to hit their quota and crush it using LinkedIn. And now I teach this for entrepreneurs. Yeah. I love that you actually talked about that because that is something that is a core value for me on the podcast is bringing on people that are like true experts in their space. Because let's be honest, I could take a LinkedIn course and I could teach LinkedIn, but I'm not an expert, right? Or I could do some money mindset work with our girl, Erin. And then I can say like, I'm a mindset coach. Like it's really important for me to actually bring on people who are like true experts who have like done the work. And like, I think that is so powerful that you said that because again, there's a lot of people out there probably saying they are LinkedIn experts, but like you are like the OG of like LinkedIn, which I love. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And I feel like I see that reflected back in you too. I'm like, oh, you're just such an embodiment of your work. And whenever we are real embodiments of the work that we do, not just, I heard my mentor say this one thing, and now I'm going to go tell my clients the same thing. No, when we actually like live it and embody it, it's just such a difference. It is a difference. I think you just show up so much more confidently too, because like, you know, exactly like where you should be. I mean, like, even like in the sales game, I know you're, you know, you do sales as well. It's like, this is my zone. It's like, don't ask me anything else about anything. People try to hire me for like systems and websites. I'm like, girl, I am not your person. Like, this is my zone of genius. And I think that that is so powerful. And that's actually what I love about you too. It's like, you've been the go-to person for LinkedIn. And how has that really helped you 
staying focused on one thing in the online space? Yes, I love this question because I'm like, if I'm going to be real, which you know yeah. I will be, it's like there are so many things that we are distracted with as entrepreneurs that pull us in every single direction. And there's a lot of pressure actually to be on all the platforms. And when I first started my business, this might sound weird being the LinkedIn expert. I actually didn't start on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So when I started my business, I was on Facebook. I was on Instagram. I was doing what my mentor at the time was telling me to do, which was like, go hang out in Facebook groups and offer value. And I was like, this is taking forever. This is like what I got to do. I'm like, this is, I'm working a full-time job. Like I don't have time to sit and hang out in a Facebook group. And I was like, there's got to be a better way. But it's funny because I avoided, I didn't, I avoided LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. But when I realized, okay, I was really getting tired of a feeling like I was hitting a lot of freebie seekers of people who were like loving my content, but never actually buying and feeling like I just wasn't getting out in front of the right type of people. When I kind of had this wake up moment, when my mentor was like, well, why don't you focus on LinkedIn? You really know it. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, why didn't I do that? And so I actually started to get serious on LinkedIn and I really shifted my effort and my focus rather than trying to be on all the platforms. It was like, no, I'm going to be on one and hit that one out of the park. Mm -hmm. And for me, it just felt so much easier because you're not being pulled in all the directions. You can do one thing and do that thing really well. And something I'm excited to talk with you about today is just how LinkedIn is actually really simple. So mm -hmm. staying consistent on LinkedIn actually isn't that hard. Yeah, I love that. And I always say like, I love when I get to bring people on the podcast that I like literally get to pick their brain for like 20 minutes because I'm going to selfishly like use this podcast episode to like be like, Please okay, do. I am not on LinkedIn. I know that I should be, but for me, it doesn't feel easy it feels hard. I feel like I'm seeing the same five people every day. So for someone who is listening to this podcast, like me, who was like, I know I should be over there, but I'm not. What are some like reasons like girlfriend, get your ass over there? Yes. Okay. I think a lot of us feel this way, myself included, because the reason why I didn't start on LinkedIn was one, when I logged in, the platform feels really different. Yes. And let's call a spade a spade. It's not exactly the sexiest platform. It's not fun. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's fun, but it's not sexy. Exactly. True. True. Very true. And I think that's its best quality because mm -hmm. what LinkedIn really cares about is thought leadership. Mm -hmm. You are expert in your field. You want to build a brand. You need to be a thought leader. You don't actually need to be a professional like TikTok dancer yeah. or like a real tech savvy person who's making the most beautiful reels. You have to just have an opinion mm -hmm. and stand by that opinion in order to be successful on LinkedIn. So when people think like, oh, LinkedIn's hard, I always laugh because LinkedIn's the easiest platform. Mm -hmm. One, you don't actually need to be creating a ton of content. So the mistake people make when they get onto LinkedIn is they think they need to play this like volume game mm -hmm. and they are just taking like your Instagram post and like just plopping it onto LinkedIn and just kind of like seeing what happens almost like an experiment. But on LinkedIn, Wait, that's me, by the way. yeah, <laughs> you're like, you know, if you feel called out, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Adrian, just take my money right now. This is me hundred <laughs> percent. It's like, 
okay, like we're, we're just like posting and ghosting. Like, of course, we're not going to get great results. So when it comes to creating content on LinkedIn, you literally get to be lazy. And I really mean that. And that should feel good because if you're creating on LinkedIn, only 1% of people on LinkedIn are posting once a week. So if you think about that, if like Mm -hmm. Julian, right now you started posting once a week on LinkedIn, you'd already be in the top 1% of all LinkedIn creators. Like that's wild. That's like mind blowing. Like swimming in the sea of sameness, as I call it on Instagram or TikTok. Exactly. And the thing about LinkedIn too, is it's really easy to find your ideal client where on other platforms, it's a little bit more challenging. You sometimes feel like you're just posting out into the void. You're like, hello, is anyone seeing this? Does anybody want to buy my Black Friday special? Hello, hello. Exactly. You're like, I'm just posting into the void. But on LinkedIn, it's like you can actually build a lead list, like from one sales expert to another. Like we know the power of when you are getting in front of the right people, it changes everything. And we don't have a lot of time to mess around, actually. Right. Yeah. So finding your ideal client on LinkedIn because there's LinkedIn search and it's about using LinkedIn search in the way that like a LinkedIn sales rep would use it. That's going to help you generate lead lists in a matter of minutes. You can't find that on other platforms. Mm -hmm. And just the mindset is really different because people are there to connect. It's why the platform exists. And honestly, like LinkedIn is a better platform for lead generation. It's actually 277 times more effective at lead gen than Facebook. So It's like, where are you going to go? Somewhere where it's not crowded and somewhere where you can get in front of your ideal client easily. Or are you going to go somewhere where it's like, you got to be posting multiple times a day or multiple times a week in order to like get ahead. Mm -hmm. So I know that like you do like a lot of like LinkedIn lives and I see a lot of content and a lot of videos. So for the person who's just kind of starting, can they start with just content? Or are you a big advocate of like getting lives, putting on your reels, doing all that over there? Yeah. I think if you're just getting started, I'm like, just start with just some content posts. Yeah. Again, you don't, LinkedIn is not sexy and that's its advantage. You don't need a fancy Canva graphic. Text only posts work really well on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Having posts where you just post like a, a scrappy selfie doesn't have to be like your most beautiful brand photo. People want to connect with you. Mm -hmm. And I love that on days because we all have them on. I just can't be bothered to go into Canva. (laughs) Yeah, because I actually personally hate making reels. It's like the biggest like block in my life. I've been trying. I mean, I've hired people to do it, all the things. And like, I love the fact that like one thing about LinkedIn is like I could not have to create reels on LinkedIn. That would be like a game changer in my world. Yeah, you don't need to create reels on LinkedIn. And I love a LinkedIn live to your like to your question is LinkedIn lives. And actually my personal favorite right now are LinkedIn audio events. So what's that? Tell us a little bit more. A LinkedIn audio event is like, just like clubhouse. Like it works, oh, yeah. works exactly like clubhouse has the same look, the functionality is the same. And I personally am loving that because when you think about your content, you put out a post, it's getting in front of one person, mm-hmm. right? Like one person's going to see that and land with them. Or you can speed up 
that relationship by having people get to know you even on a deeper level than a single piece of content can do. So having something like a LinkedIn live or a LinkedIn audio event, I just love an audio event because you can get in front of 30, 50, 100 ideal clients at one time. And the best part is like, you can do that from the comfort of like your bed yeah. in jammies. Nobody knows. And I love that. Like I came I back that. from an orange theory class the other week, sweaty, looking just a hot mess and hopped onto my LinkedIn audio event. And I'm like, nobody knows. Yeah. Because they can't nobody see knows. you. It's just audio. It's all audio and it's conversational. So what LinkedIn values is content and conversation. So it is going to really push things like audio events. Mm -hmm. And then when you're in an audio event, people can come off mute and ask you questions. You can mm -hmm. host a Q&A at the end. You can do some hot seat coaching if you want to. People get to share their perspective. So it's mm -hmm. not you just bringing all the answers. It's actually you holding space as a thought leader. And that makes it so much fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. I think the other thing too is like when I go on LinkedIn, especially me for an example, I feel like I just have like all of my old like coworkers from corporate. So it's like, where are my people? Like, how do I find my people? Where are my, you know, people who are looking for sales training at? And I think that's like where I get lost and I think a lot of other people get lost too. Yes, this is, I'm so glad you brought it up because this is one of the mistakes that people make is when they get on LinkedIn, we just start by creating content. But the way the LinkedIn algorithm works, and I want to make sure that this feels like clear for people, because when you understand how the algorithm works, now you're going to make better choices on the platform. So when you create content, the LinkedIn algorithm tests that piece of content with your current network. Now, if your current network is full of like former classmates, colleagues, Bob from accounting, who's not at all related to what it is you do, they're probably not going to engage on your content. That's exactly what's happening to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's all of my former 25 year corporate people who aren't interested in sales coaching or retreats. Exactly. And then they're not engaging on your content. And then you think, oh, LinkedIn doesn't work. Like I'm not. Oh, LinkedIn sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going back to Instagram. Yeah. See? And it's like, no, it's just you're missing pieces in the strategy. So yeah. what I always tell people is like, you're, you want to train the algorithm. So if you think about getting started on LinkedIn, there are like three C's that you need to do. One is content. Mm -hmm. It's actually not even the most important of the three C's. So number one is content. We're not surprised by that. Number two is connections. Mm -hmm. So how are we building up your network intentionally? Because when you're creating that content, we want to get it in front of the right people. Mm -hmm. Because if your immediate network engages on your content and the first hour of your post is the most critical, now the LinkedIn algorithm is going to push that piece of content much further. And that's when you get the chance to like go viral, get in front of more people. But we need to make sure that who you're putting it in front of is the right type of person. So every day to build up that second pillar, that second sea of connections, you want to be adding 10 to 15 people. You've got a hundred connection requests you can send per week. Mm -hmm. We want to max those out. Mm -hmm. And then the it's third, like a, it's not like a gross, Hey girl message. No, 
No, I will die on a sword before I send a Hey Girl message. Like <laughs> when you say like a connection message, like in your world, what does that mean? Because I know yeah, lots so- of people are going to be like, I'm going to go send a hundred cold DMs because I listen to Jillian's podcast. Please do not do that, you guys. Please no. Like I never send a cold DM. Like really never. So yeah. it's really just to send a connection request. Honestly, you can send the standard one that LinkedIn provides. Okay. Like, Don't spend a lot of time unless there's something that you find you have a natural connection point on. Yeah. I love to build my network locally, actually. So I'll look up other entrepreneurs in the Denver area where I'm based. And Mm -hmm. that's an easy connection message. That's just like, hey, saw that we're both in Denver. I love meeting other local entrepreneurs would love to connect. Yeah. Like that's awesome. Like I just moved to Arizona. Like that'd be a great like connection message. Yes. We forget. I think because we often think about finding clients in the whole internet Mm -hmm. that we forget about the power of local community Mm -hmm. and people want to make those local connections. Yeah. So I think it's a great place to start. I love that. that message is not skeezy or weird because like, let's all just say no to the weird cold DM. Yeah. Please like, let's not do that. They're just so bad. And our LinkedIn inboxes are full of them. So I get so many. So I feel like that's what also too is I get all these like gross messages. So I'm like, I don't want to be on here. And also the people that are cold messaging me aren't my ideal clients. They're actually still people from corporate. They're like, hey, Jillian, we're looking for a recruiter. We're looking for a sales trainer. We're looking, we have a VP position open. And I'm like, why are these people messaging me? Is it not clear what I do on my LinkedIn? And then I'm like, oh, clearly it's not. It's probably your profile. Like, and and what I love to tell people is because there's so many weird sales, t- like cold, yes. spammy DMs, you don't even have to be that good at sales to crush it on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. You just have to not suck. Yeah. That's going to be a great piece of content for you right there. You don't have to be that good. You don't just don't have to suck. Right. Like, I'm like, just don't send the like, would you like 40 booked for you appointments yes. like this week? I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I know that you, that. yeah, I know that you sell like, high-end masterminds, high-end retreats, high-end coaching. Is that what you're selling on LinkedIn? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that you kind of edified that because I think that there's like this mishap that like, oh, I can't sell high ticket through the DMs or I can't sell high ticket on it on platforms. But like you are like the walking example of that's what you're selling on LinkedIn. Yeah. My product suite is actually almost entirely high ticket. Like for the, the majority of my product suites, high ticket. And when you think about where, that's why when you think about where you are selling, the audience that you're getting in front of really matters. So the majority, like over 75% of LinkedIn members are making over 100K a year. So I hear a lot of complaints about like, oh, I can't find people who can afford my services. And it's like, you're just not presenting them in front of the people that can. Yeah, that's so key because the majority of my products we is high ticket too, you know, high ticket masterminds, high ticket retreats, high ticket one-on-one coaching. And I've seen more in the last like six months, probably eight months, like a shift in like putting the offers probably in front of the wrong audience. But then it's like, I know I need to be on LinkedIn, but it's like, again, it's like, I just don't really know how to get there. So this podcast was like so helpful. What are a couple of success stories that you can share for the person that's listening to this that's still a little bit like, ah, uh, I don't know about LinkedIn. Yeah. So one of my clients, Gabby, who she is an online course creator. So she works with people who want to take like their 
their expertise and put it into a passive income online course. And when she first came and started working with me, she was really struggling to get clients. And the thing that made her feel the most uncomfortable was the DMs, kind of like what we were talking about. Like people will avoid the DMs like the plague, but actually when done well Mm -hmm. and from a place of service plus integrity and fun, like you will unlock so much opportunity. And so for her, Gabby actually was at a point where she thought she had to go back and get a corporate job. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, let's just tweak your strategy. And she ended up making like 10 K months consistently. So -hmm. she didn't have to go back and get a corporate job, but the way she did it was with a two DM message that was super simple. Mm -hmm. And that felt really good for her to send. And she is like now fully booked out and like two extra prices. And she's already booked out until 2024. So it's like things can happen really fast on LinkedIn. I also have another client who she was like a VP in HR and just started her coaching business about six months ago. And she has now created six figures in six months as a brand new coach, mm-hmm. really focusing on her LinkedIn strategy. So when you do those three C's of like connecting, creating content, and the last one that we didn't talk about yet is commenting. Mm-hmm commenting is like a must if you're going to be on LinkedIn because the LinkedIn algorithm is going to view comments the same way it views your own original content. Oh, that's powerful. Which is super cool. It gets you in front of new people. So when you're doing those three C's with consistency, like -hmm. it's going to produce results for you. I love that. So people listen to this podcast today and they're like, okay, I'm obsessed. I need to get on LinkedIn. I need Adrian in my world. Tell me all the things. How can people find you? How can they work with you? all the things. Yes. Okay. So not surprisingly, you're going to find me on LinkedIn. Obviously. <laughs> you guys, you're not going to be like, follow me on TikTok. Yeah. Wouldn't that be like, so kind of weird and great. I mean, you'd be oh, surprised the shit people say on here. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You can find me on LinkedIn coach Adrian Weimer. I also hang out on Instagram too. Same handle coach Adrian Weimer. And if you're just getting started on LinkedIn, my biggest recommendation is to start with your profile because that is like your digital landing page. That's what people are going to see first. And so I have a freebie. I have a LinkedIn profile checklist that will get your LinkedIn profile optimized and ready to go. And that will help you to start bring in leads. So that's where I would start. Amazing. You guys, we will put that in the show notes. We'll make sure that we do it. Go over, say hello to her on LinkedIn go over and check out her content. Even on Instagram, her content is like straight fire. I feel like I save like every single post that she does. Uh, Adrian, thank you so much for being here today. And I cannot wait to hopefully meet you in real life in 2024. Yes, let's do it. Thank you. Of course. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share it on social media and don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.